When Yitzchak takes Rivka, it says that he brings her to the tent of Sarah, his mother, and then he is comforted. So Chazal understand that he didn't bring her necessarily to the same literal tent, but what it means is that the miracles which were common in, in the tent of Sarah, they left once Sarah died, and they were restored. They came back in the tent of Rivka. And this was a great sense of comfort to Yitzchak in uh, celebrating his new marriage when he saw that these miracles were restored when he brought Rivka inside. What are these miracles that transpired in, these tent, in the tent of the Imahos? So Chazal described three special miracles. Number one is that the candle stayed lit from week to week. Number two is that the bread that was baked stayed fresh. It didn't go stale. And number three is that there was an Anna, there was a cloud which surrounded the tent. Now there's a beautiful Ramban in Sefer Shemos who seems to make mention of a connection between these miracles which took place in the tent of the Imahos and the miracles which transpired in the Beit HaMikdash and the Mishkan itself. Because if you think about it, these three miracles took place in the Mishkan as well. They have the Ner Ravi, the Western lamp, which miraculously was never extinguished. We have the fact that the Lechem HaPonim that was baked, that was baked never went stale. And it was a great sense of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when they would take out the bread and show everybody that it, did, that it was still fresh. And then we have the fact that the Anan, the cloud, surrounded the entire Mishkan. So those same exact miracles which took place by the Avos would take place in the Mishkan. And the Ramban even seems to say that we, when we built the Mishkan, what actually was taking is that we were restoring the level that the OL of the Imos had once had. And that's how, in the collective sense, the Jewish people were all Zohar to that same OL, which until now had only been for the select private individuals for the Ovos and the Imahos. But what exactly is this lesson here meant to teach us? That even when we build sanctuary, it's really, in a sense, only giving us what already was by the Ovos in their homes. So if you think about the transition here, it actually starts off as the most amazing home, and then it spills over into sanctuary. We find those same Nisim take place in sanctuary, and that's something that's such a Jewish theme, because in Judaism, the centrality of the religion has always taken place more in the home than in sanctuary. The home is the holiest place in a certain regard. Most of the halacha, most of the kashras, most of Tahar HaMeshbacha, most of Shabbos takes place in the home. And although, although we look at a beautiful way to our shuls and batimidrashim, but the Jewish home is a place where we grow, where we're elevated the most, and the ability that we have and what we can do in the home, it means what it's trying to tell us is that we're consistent people. We're not religious in one place and not religious in another place, but the beautiful thing about Judaism, what it gives us is that every aspect of life can theoretically can theoretically be imbued with a sense of holiness and value. And the home itself is a place with the most Kedusha. It, the, base, the Mishkan was in a way just a parallel to the home. Imamish is the opposite. It's not, you know, we refer today that our homes today are, we can be like a Mikdash Ma'ad, some mini glimpse of the, of the temple with, which once stood. The real reality is it's a Mikdash Ma'ad of the original temple which, which once stood in, in the form of the tent of the Avos and Himals. It was then transferred in a collective sense to the Mishkan, and when that is destroyed, we try to restore it on some level within our personal home. But this is meant to show us that the, the religion itself, the origin, the origin of Kedusha, the origin of these Nisim, which show us our closest to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they start within the regular parts of our home. The way that we light the candles in our home, the way that we eat in our home, and the general atmosphere of the home. The, those are the three points of the Nisim. And it's meant to be such a great, beautiful sense of motivation and inspiration to make Make our home better, to believe in the power of the home, the power of the home as this being the place where we can get as close to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, make the most of our life, and ultimately bring the most holiness into our lives.